from round the corner to your street and neighbourhood. This is Pablo for breakfast. We are chatting TV and movies. King of the Nerds back with us for 2023. It is, of course, Adam Ross. Adam, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Pablo. Now, we have had a glut of great stuff over the last couple of weeks, and we've been messaging each other saying, have you seen this? Have you seen that? Uh, But let's start with Babylon, because it's coming out. Margot Robbie doing the rounds at the moment. What's the movie like? Is it good? Well, look, um, we are well and truly deep into Oscar season at this stage, and this is an Oscar hopeful. This is directed by Damien Chazelle, um, one of the youngest people to ever win an Oscar um, for directing La La Land. And, look, he gave us Whiplash, which I think is basically just a perfect movie, um, First Man, which I think is a really good movie, and then La La Land, which is a really polarising film. Now, Chazelle is not going back in his box. He's going further into opulence, and Babylon is maybe the most head-scratching movie of the year. Now, obviously, this is completely led by... Margot Robbie and Brad Pitt with this megawatt star power and all of the ads have made it look like this golden matinee idol type film but this is actually like a grotesque epic it goes for three hours there's basically a bodily function that is not covered in this movie um it is but it's a bit in the roaring 20s basically when movies were moving from the silent era into the sound era and it shows hollywood as a dream machine but also something that produces nightmare fuel as a byproduct everyone in there is you know is has got all these aspirations but they are getting embroiled in drugs and violence gambling you know like i mean there is all manner of human vices thrown up here on the screen so ostensibly it is a love letter to movies and if you are a cinephile you're going to see all this insider baseball stuff where you'd be like oh wow that's clever that's clever but if you are just a general audience member going to see the latest brad pitt film bring a bath bag because this thing has got everything from elephant excrement to projectile vomiting to drug overdoses like it is a really full-on movie, probably the most kind of full-on mainstream film since The Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, It is pulling no punches. So everyone that I saw it with, they kind of came out and they're like, look, I feel shaken, but I kind of liked it. You know, so, I mean, it's absolutely gorgeous. And Chazelle is an enormously um, proficient, like, technician in the way that he shoots things. But his character sensibility and his plotting and stuff, like, this movie's just filled with incident. You don't really know these characters. You just see all these awful things that happen to them. So, I mean, look, it's, it's a lot of movie for a $20 ticket but um you'll either love it or loathe it so make go and make up your own mind now if you love your horror this one might be right up your alley megan a killer doll adam <laughs> now megan uh megan has gone viral before it even came out because the trailer for this science fiction slash horror hybrid had the titular doll megan doing this strange twerking dance as it was stalking people and people like wait, is Megan part of RuPaul's? Like, what is going on here? Why like, why is Megan slaying, right? And so that went viral. It became a meme. It became a gif. Everyone was getting into it. Now, the actual film itself is much smarter than most people probably would give it credit for. Now, this leans very hard into the science fiction elements, and Megan herself is not a possessed doll, say, like Annabelle or Chucky, but instead is a consumer product. It is the future of toys. Now, this movie has got more DNA in common with Robocop or The Terminator than it does with Chucky or Annabelle. So it's really basically saying when we are outsourcing everything, this toy itself can be screen time for a child, it can be a faux sibling, it can be a counsellor, it can be a babysitter. Like this, but when you have a child that is attached to technology, as everyone knows, it can be very dangerous because they are only getting positive reinforcement. They're only investigating what they want to investigate and they're not learning the natural rules of socialisation. So Megan, like uh, some of her other cybotic, like robotic, 
counterpart becomes overprotective and becomes dangerous. And so it does have some horror thrills in there and a few little gory bits, but it's more of a, it's more spooky for thinking we're going to have a Megan in our lounge room sooner than later. So it's actually a really solid, fun movie and probably one of the big surprises of this year. Now, my daughter had a sleepover last weekend. How did I spend my time? I hear you ask, Adam Ross. Well, true crime documentaries and the hatch-wielding hitchhiker. Oh, my goodness. I watched it back to back to back each episode. Incredible tale. Yeah, look, I mean, uh, you and I love this stuff. And this this one is really kind of, you know, it's loopy. Um, And so Kai, who went viral for being on a news broadcast for attacking a man with a hatchet and protecting a woman... Became like this is a really strange period of the internet where, despite the fact that you were in a basically a violent assault, you could, if you had charisma on television and if you were kooky and you had a catchphrase, you could get your way onto all these talk shows. So, next thing you know, Kai, who is effectively homeless and looks like he's got some mental health issues and drug dependencies and is an alcoholic, is on the Jimmy Kimmel show, he's on all these programs, and like. Mm. What this documentary, I think, is very special for is that it shows just how hungry the American machine is for content and that they are trying to corral this guy who has had a really troubled life into becoming a reality TV star. And it kind of is showing that now and then they will put people in the center of a production and they don't even know what they're meant to be doing. He's not a natural performer. He's not singing. He's not dancing. He's just demonstrating his, you know, kind of abstract philosophies and he's not really well. And they're trying to capture it. And it just, you know, you go down this rabbit hole and this is not going to end well. And it doesn't, you know, like um, it's kind of fascinating how American producers have no scruples with who they will project. And also they will just give people who had nothing, everything. And you can't go from that in a 24 hour period and come out, you know, smiling on the other end. Truth is stranger than fiction. If this was a movie, the whole way through it, I would have been like, I don't believe that. That could never yeah, happen. No way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a, a true story uh, about one man. And uh, yeah, so it, it is wild. Highly recommend checking it out. It's on Netflix. Then the last one on Binge, it's The Last of Us. Look, I have saved the last, the best for last, uh, pun intended. (laughs) Now, The Last of Us is HBO's big new flagship show. Basically, I would just sell it as this. You didn't like fantasy, and then you started watching Game of Thrones, and then you became addicted. People who don't like the apocalyptic material or don't like, you know, zombie stuff, they're going to watch this, and they're going to get addicted. When you and I are talking in about three, four weeks, this show is going to be the biggest thing in the whole world. I have had the luxury of watching it. I played both of the video games which I adore. Now, video game adaptations notoriously suck. And that's because you like playing the game, not watching someone playing the game. But thankfully, the creative team here, Craig Mason and Neil Druckmann, have pulled back from the video game elements and instead have put the story front and centre. And so this focuses on Joel, a world-weary smuggler who is tasked with taking a young girl across the country. Now, not only do they have to deal with uh, the military, uh, an infection that turns people basically into like walking mushrooms that will eat you. It's like terrifying. <laughs> and, um, but also uh, other humans that have turned into cannibals and much worse. So, I mean, this is a very, very hostile land. And this series uh, has got an enormous amount of heart. It's got a fantastic performance by Pedro Pascal in there. And Bella Ramsey, as well as Ellie, is fantastic. And, yeah, the whole thing is just... It's, it's lean, it's sharp, it's an action adventure. It's not a mystery like HBO does every week. So you're not going to have that Mayor of Easttown thing where you're like, I wonder where, mm-hmm. you know, like who's going to do what. It's just giving you a small little really intense segment 
you watch it, you feel it, you go and have a cold shower and then you wait next week to see what is going to happen to these characters who you love. But it is really good stuff. It's going to be probably my show of the year and it's only just January. Last of Us now on Binge. Check it out over the weekend. And Adam Ross, we'll catch up next Friday. I'll talk to you then, Pablo. The feel-good start to your day. This is Pablo for breakfast. It's